This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. April the 1st on April Fool's. Dave is solo hosting the Bostonian versus the book. It's just the book, not the Bostonian. That was the first to actually get booted during the intro. Wow. <laughs> I was like, okay, here we go. And then blank. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the program. What's up on a Friday? Dave's already been up bright and early doing MLB Network here. Yep. We'll get to baseball a little bit later on. But can we please start with what you just talked about? This is the single worst day to be working in the media every single year. It's the I worst it's hate. the worst day to be working period. I mean in the book it's the worst day. People come up, "Hey, give me this April Fools. Hey, give me the give me the Pirates to win the World Series." Oh, April Fools. Like I mean, do you want a ticket or not? I mean, in the, it's it's terrible. I I hate it. I I I mean, and the kids Nonstop, they tell you this, and you're like, "Really? No, April Fools! Enough with the April Fools, please." I don't like it's it. The worst day. It's absolutely horrific. Madeline got up this morning and gave her friend an Oreo cookie filled with toothpaste. She thought that was really funny. She oh. was, really, she was really all into. Who was behind that. that one? Did you help her with that? Madeline did that. That was her own deal. She came in, told her friend that we drive. We drive our neighbor and Madeline, same grade, to school. They drive them home. And so the little girl, Julia, comes in and Madeline's all like, Julia, I got these new cookies from Costco. You got to try them. They're amazing. And Julia loves sweets and like she's not allowed to have tons of candy. So it's like, you know, fine. She'll take anything you give her for candy. Oh, boy. Bit Big old bite into that cookie. Face went blank right away, and Madeline's on the ground laughing and rolling <laughs> around and thinking it's the funniest thing in the world. So, what, what kind of toothpaste? Mint. Ay, ay, ay. Mint toothpaste. So she was like, I thought you liked mint, so I thought it wouldn't be too bad. I was like, Maddie, it's still pretty gross. It's like somebody bites a cookie with toothpaste in the middle of it. It's not really nice. It's a kind of a, she's like, April Fools. Oh, oh. So she's been all about this day for like, she's like, what are you going to do to me? I'm like, I don't know, nothing. But now I have to do something when she comes home. I've got to do some some big elaborate gag right? That I'll, that I'll do to her at some point. So she's home at 3.30. So we'll do that at some point today. But it's yeah. from a Twitter perspective, all I'm saying is be real careful. I, oh, I've, yeah. I've already been got today. You have. Julian Edelman got me. Julian Edelman tweeted out he's joining the Buccaneers. And on the bottom right-hand corner, it says April Fools. But it looks legitimate. Uh, and every Patriot fan is waiting for this. Like, this is the one last, like, gut shot that Jules is going to go play with Tom and Gronk in that's Tampa. Not, that's not, there's nothing funny about that. <laughs> no, I think, yeah, that that's a kick to the nuts if you were to do that, but it was a joke. So he's, he's fully retired, but that was not fun. I was not okay with that, but I retweeted it. I was like, come on, this has got to be a joke. Everybody was like, bottom right-hand corner of the picture, Matt, go look at it. I was like, oh, uh, you know, here's the day. 
So I've seen so far today, I've seen that the PGA is outlawing caddies. Oh, nice. Okay. Fake. Yeah. I've seen that the uh, White Sox are firing Tony Larusa. Oh, fake. Mm. Uh, and what was the other one? And then Jules joining Tampa. So nice. it is awful. To be in the media today is absolutely awful. And then I floated that you are now banning hats, that you won't wear hats anymore. Completely false <laughs> and fake news. Absolutely not happening. So, so that was our that, that was our show version of that. <laughs> that that Dave Sharapan is now no longer going to be home. You know, Dave Sharapan is it, it, no longer going to be uh, at home wearing hats anymore. He's going yeah. to be out long wearing hats. Yeah. So yeah, so we so so we have we, we have that coming. <laughs> A lot. Happening this weekend, a lot of things to talk about, a lot oh. of things to get into, a lot of fun things to get into. So let's just get right to it with Duke in North Carolina. Game of the weekend, yep. Duke minus four. The total is now one fifty-one here for these two teams. So I bet Duke minus four very early on this. We'll talk about the total here in just one second. But as we sit here on a Friday, we won't be on the air tomorrow to do better to book it. But how are you feeling about Duke minus four in Coach K's revenge game in what is going to be the most watched college basketball game of the season? We don't know really where it will fall historically, but it's going right. to be a really big game come Saturday. I'm torn on the side. I really am. I mean, if forced to right now and the gambling expression is a uh, gun to your head, who do you take? Sidewise, I think I got to take Duke. I okay. think I do. But North Carolina could win this game again. I was on North Carolina was one of the best plays that I've had in a while when they were closing, you know, uh, Coach K in, mm -hmm. in Cameron, Cameron Indoor. It was too many points. It was yeah. just too many points for the situation. And I don't the narrative, right? You couldn't yeah. handicap the narrative because Duke won at Carolina by 20 in the first game. Different team. Correct. Different team, but North also Carolina the distraction of Coach K. I mean, that you really that, hard to handicap how the yeah. kids are going to handle thirty All Americans. Coach K crying, like yeah, all the things. It was not about a basketball game; it was about a goodbye for their coach, and then all the pressure that came with that. They were flat, deflated. They're college kids; they're still nineteen, twenty year olds. Like their emotions were totally ripped apart before that game, and then North Carolina went out there and stomped them. Yeah out-rebounded them. I mean, got a lead and just kept going and going and they made their shots and, you know, Duke missed a few and got down early mm -hmm. and it just chasing like a big number in college is different than chasing that big number in the pros. We see it in the NBA. You get down 20 and it's not the end of the world. You get down 20 in college, it's pretty much a wrap. So, um, I, this is a great number. I mean, it's, it's really hard. I like the total over. Okay. I do. I think I think the style of play of both teams, the success of both teams so far to hit threes and keep shooting threes and run. I mean, North Carolina looks like they want to run, run, run. Duke can play that game. So I think I think the game gets into the one high one fifties and the one sixties. So yeah, I think the one fifty one number is surprising only because of the dome. So the books are shading it to the dome saying, All right, yeah. We're concerned about shooting in the first game. Second game, maybe not. But the first game, we're concerned about the shooting on Saturdays versus Monday. So we're going to, because realistically, this total should be like 165. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, this total should be, both these teams can get into the 80s. Easy. Whoa, easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's the dome. Ahead of yourself. Oh, I don't think so. 
think, I, I think flies both over? No, I think it's what it should be. I didn't say what it's going. I didn't say how the game's going to go. I'm saying if this game was being played, well, in a, if we put up 165, who in the hell is going to bet over? Nobody's going to bet over. Right, but in New Orleans, you're not going to bet over. But if this game was being played in a traditional place between Duke and North Carolina, I think these teams, these games would. What was the total at Duke? Um, looking at this right now, so the total 152 and a half was at North Carolina. And then the game at the end of the year was one fifty three and a half. Okay. So almost the same number. Yeah. Which is, but, to, but for Duke, I mean, Duke's had totals of one fifty seven. Duke's until one fifty eight. Yeah. You know, Duke is going to run. Carolina's going to run. And these teams, I mean, that they've been going, you know, one fifty three and a half against Marquette went over one fifty three and a half against Duke went over by 21 and a half points. Right. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, it didn't just go over; it flew over. Right, they scored ninety-four points on Duke in that last game. Duke scored eighty-one. So I'm just saying, like, th- this total is being depressed because of where the game's being played. The first half, I mean, everyone's going to bet the first half under in both these games. Of They're course, just, just going to come in and bet it. <laughs> the question is going to be last how. Week. Yeah, and when whenever eight, nine and oh, whatever that could went yeah. for, for that first half unders. So like in, in domes. So I, I think that's why this total is a little bit lower than it should be, but I think I'm more inclined to bet the second half over for this game. than I am inclined to bet the first half over for this game yeah. or even the game over, to be quite honest for this yeah. game, because just in case it does get off to a really slow start, because you know what these, this is like every possession, every time someone touches the basketball, it's pressure. From the opening tip, it's pressure. Yeah. And so that's why I do lean under on these games, simply because it's not a traditional basketball game. There's right. just so much going. And I like Duke in that moment because what, what like what I've talked about, I think Duke is more prepared for this moment than North Carolina is. You say all oh, the pressure's on Duke. I don't think this team is playing with pressure. I think this team is playing with a purpose. And I saw that at the end of the Michigan State game. We've seen that in the tournament where they could have puckered and ducked and they haven't. They they've embraced said, it. Yep. They embraced they've embraced it. that moment yep. and they've shown me a lot. And I get that Carolina's got some shooters now and they've got a big that is really a big problem in Baycott. But I, I think personally, I think this is where the talent shines. I think Duke is the more talented team than North Carolina. Yep. That's uh Ultimately, that's probably what's going to win out. But again, we've seen it happen. It wasn't. It was only a few weeks ago where all that didn't matter. North Carolina yeah. got rolling and got ahead, and you know, dominated on the glass, made yeah. their threes, and just—I mean—they they hung a big number on them at their place. Yeah. It's going to be great. I think it's going. I mean, it's going to be a a tremendous Saturday. Um, two games celebration of college basketball, and. Hopefully, I I just hope the games live up to the hype because we've been talking about it all week. I can't wait. Yeah, it's funny because I grew up as a Carolina fan. If you had asked me, yeah, there were two there were two teams in New England. We don't have college sports, so you have to like gravitate. So there were two teams. I really liked Florida football growing up, and I liked North Carolina basketball growing Florida up. Florida football. Mm, yeah. I was I was an SEC guy from like nine years old. I was young and into the SEC. That explains it. Okay, yep. <laughs> I, I was into that it, from a, very, it from a very young. Danny Warfel and all that, like you know, Huff. Were you the Tebow guy too? 
I liked Tebow a lot. I was a little older when Tebow was in college, but I, I loved what Tebow represented. So him right. and I could not be on opposite ends of the spectrum thought-wise. Right. I just loved what he brought to the table. I just thought he was such an amazing person. And if like 95% of the stuff he was saying is true and how he feels and how he lives his life, I was like, I love this guy. Like, I was like, I was like, I love this guy. This guy's incredible. So I was all in on him and I still think he, you make a case. He was the greatest college football player of all time. I mean, he just, Oh, whoa, whoa. What do you always go to these extremes for? Why is that? That's not an extreme. Calling Tim Tebow, the greatest college player of all time. is not an extreme. That's a very, you can make that case. Hmm. Leadership, two championships, two national championships. Have you been to a game at the swamp? Yes. Not for Tebow, but yes. Did it live up to the hype? No. <laughs> it never does, does it? No. Why not? The game wasn't as, wasn't as fun or what? No, the swamp's a dump. Is I it like, really? I didn't like I didn't like the stadium. No, they made improvements since I went, but I uh, I wasn't I was like, really? It's like this is okay. I was like, <laughs> it's all right. Compared to other SEC schools, I just wasn't like, I wasn't in love with it. It, It's an amazing tailgate. It's really fun. The fans are passionate. They're out there. It's typical SEC craziness. But I don't know. I was, I was expecting a little more, I guess, from it. And like LSU, Tennessee, when they were good, Alabama, like it was, it was good. It just wasn't as nice as I was expecting from a football stadium perspective. But why do we as kids growing up where we grew up always gravitate toward the like the cool, warm weather places? Like Because that's where I've always wanted to live. Right. (laughs) I mean, I've always wanted to get out of the damn snow and the cold. I've always hated cold. I never liked being cold. I never liked being wet. I never liked being, you know, around slippery leaves. No. And like I've always I, I would always like walk out of the gym or walk out like the Y play an AAU or pick up ball or whatever. And I'd just be like, I'd be 13 years old. I'm like, why the hell do I live here? Oh. It's freezing cold. Like what, 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 what is the benefit of this? What, how, how can, what is the benefit in saying like, I'm a hardened New Englander. <laughs> like I've got, I've got thick blood. Like, who, the, who the hell wants that? Who, who, who wants to right. deal with that crap coming out? Your, your hair freezes. Remember you used to walk out from the, from the pool or walk out like in your hair freezes like instantaneously when it hits the air. That sucked. That's why I wore a hat everywhere. So I wore horrible. a hat. I wore a hat from the time I was a little kid because all that. When I had the sucked. hair, and I hate it. I hate it. I didn't like. I get the chills just thinking about that. Yeah, so worst. you liked Florida football and you liked North Carolina basketball. Yeah, to the point where we had my dad when I was sixteen. My dad um, and I took a look at the at the laws of North Carolina to get me to be an in-state resident. Oh. And it was way easier to get into North Carolina as an in-state resident yes. and way cheaper to go to North Carolina yes. as an in-state resident than it was to be an out-of-state resident. And my aunt at the time was living in, um, in I think she was in Durham. Okay. I think she was in Durham, but she was right in the triangle, the North Carolina, North Carolina State and uh, Duke triangle. She was living down there. And I said, what if I go live with auntie? in for my senior year of high school yeah and we looked into it we, we talked about it and then she ended up getting uh her then husband at the time got a job in charlottesville and so they ended up moving to charlottesville and then my first job in radio was the voice of uva so oh. i lit i ended up living with them after college i was going to mm-hmm. live with them in high school instead i lived with them after college 
I lived them for the for the first six months when I moved to UVA to be the voice of UVA women. I lived with them uh, while I moved down there. So it was this weird how the world kind of worked out that I ended up going down there. I ended up covering the ACC and like going to all the places I wanted to think about. Like I dreamt of going to a Duke Carolina game. Got to go to a Duke Carolina game. It was a lot of fun to go and check that out. But I loved North Carolina basketball and it wasn't even because of Michael Jordan. Like I, I, I knew that Jordan went to school there. It just had more to do with, I like the color. They're blue a lot. The best. I'm a, I'm a big fan of blue. I, I like the blue, great and blue Jays of a similar color. And like, I yeah. just like that color a lot. It's my favorite color. Yeah. So I got kind of like gravitated towards it. And then they were good. They were always good. I mean, it was North Carolina. So I was always on the, I was always on the North Carolina side of Duke, North Carolina. Even more so when I finally went down there in college and saw what Duke was like, and I didn't relate to a single kid down there. Right. Not a single. I, I partied one night down there, got real messed up. It was a lot of fun, but I was like, I got really not, you know, I was out of my mind. And I started telling these kids, like, I'm going to work for you guys. I have nothing in common with you guys. Like, I can't relate <laughs> to you. You guys are all bookworms and really, really smart people, and you don't know how to have fun. And like, it's, they call you Cam and Crazies, but like, that's like your only time of having fun. Like they don't do anything on that campus. It's like 3000 kids and it's built like a castle. Right. So it's like kids playing Dungeons and Dragons type crap. Oh, like the biggest dorks oh. in your high school go to Duke because it's impossible to get in. Just cross Duke people off the list. list I'm just telling you that's, that's, that's why they're go. all fair. Do you see what he's doing? He's getting just saying, doing, I bet on Duke. I bet on Duke. I bet on Duke, but it's the truth. That's why Carolina <laughs> fans make fun of Duke people because Carolina fans go and have fun and party. And I related well to those types of kids at Carolina. Like they're my type of people. Duke kids are just all a bunch of bookworm geeks. And then what they do with Cameron crazies. Like that's why they have all the research that they do. And they go on the internet and find your mom, sisters, brothers, boyfriends, you know, son and start taunting you with stuff. How, how close are they? Like in proximity to one another, 10 miles. Oh, wow. Tobacco road separated by 10 miles. <laughs> it is. It's unbelievable. It's possibly two worlds apart in a way. Yeah. I mean, Chapel Hill is an unbelievable cute downtown and Durham is just kind of like farm country in a little bit of a ways, but they're very, I mean, DC, Maryland, Virginia, North Carolina, that part of the country, they have the best weather in America. In my opinion, they have the best of everything. Springtime comes early. Humidity in the summertime is high, but not too high. It's not ridiculous. Gets hot, but not too hot. You get a little snow, not a ton of snow, but a touch of it. I'm a big fan of that part of the country. Yeah. Big fan not of that bad. weather. If if I was picking a city to retire into, Washington, D.C. probably would be the place where I'd go. Wow. I love D.C. Love the weather. Love the environment. Love the diversity. Everything happens. All the power people there. All the money there. Oh, I love my the time. traffic's bad here. Oh. Uh, it depends on where you go. I mean, if you get into Northern Virginia, yeah, on that side, it can be, it can be tough, but in the yeah. city, it's not that bad. DC traffic's not that bad. Beltway can be a little bit tough, but I mean, shoot, I, li I lived in Houston. <laughs> like, yeah. That's some bad traffic. There. I lived in a, I lived in a horrible place for traffic yeah. living, living with Houston. So, all right. So Duke minus four in the over next game or the first game. Our boy Frankie is just on a, goddamn warpath dave oh i know he he is sharpening the blade if nova wins this game he's going to effing decapitate ku fans 
Yeah. Like he is on, I mean, SI gambling, Frankie Tadeo, he's up been yep. on the show before. He, biggest Nova guy I know is yep. all effing in on yep. Nova money line. Yep. To win this game. How do, how do we feel? I, I want it for, I'm pissed. I missed the four and a half. There's still a few left. Oh, okay. Good. I got to go There's shop. Still that. a few left. Yeah. Caesars is up four and a half. South Point four and a half. Okay, good. So it's still around, um, but trending down. Yeah. I mean, I like the points. I, I, I just, you Me know, too. and I have Kansas to win it all in my bracket. It's the Ooh, only thing I you. still, yeah, still alive. But um, I think this could, I mean, Villanova could win the game, but Villanova can lose the game by one, two, three, or four. They can lose so. the game by 20. They could. I don't, know what, I don't know. I don't know how this, this reaction with the uh, with Justin the injury. Yeah. yeah, it's it's. I don't it's know big. if it's that significant. I I know it's big. Okay, Justin Moore's a fourteen point. Not deep to begin with, though. Correct. Right? I mean, this is huge Correct. in that regard. But to me, it still comes down to the defense for Villanova and taking the air out of the ball. The first half total is sixty one, and that's. I mean, I'm most likely going to be on that. It's the first game of the Final Four. Nova does not have any, much like Providence. We talked about it when they, when KU played Providence and Providence covered it was, it's about the rebounding and keeping Kansas off the defensive glass and letting them get the ball out and running. If you can slow the game down, which Providence was able to do, don't let KU run and don't let them get easy baskets. If you can do that, you're, I think Nova's live to win the game, but if they don't, it could get ugly fast, right? Real fast. I mean, the under could hit in the game simply because KU wins 70 to 50. Right. So the, that, that's why I'm like, hmm, 133. You know, do you play the game under? It's a low total, but I still lean under in this game, given the way Nova plays. I don't think they're going to let KU have as many possessions and opportunities to run as they would need to get to over 133, 133. Right. Right. Um, Kansas wins, it can go under. Villanova yep. wins, it can go under. So is under the best play in the game? I think so, except that Frankie, like, not that he talked to me off of it, but, like, he thinks that Nova's three-point shooting is going to be the difference. And he thinks Gillespie's going to go nuclear in this game. Wow. And if that happens, if they hit their normal number of, like, 10 threes, the over's in play. So that's the question. Like, do you buy that Nova's going to sit there and say, okay, we're not going to drive against McCormick and, and, and Obaji. You guys have two bigs in the paint. We're just going to probe and kick to an open three, and we're going to shoot a ton of threes. And Samuels and Gillespie have got to be on fire. That's how, if they're not, that's how they get blown out. 100%. They get run off the court. And KU fans, 90% of the money is on Kansas for that exact reason. Oh, yeah. Oh, the regular, somebody looking at these games, you know, just the casual. I mean, it's favorite, favorite. Yep. It's, 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 and it's over, over. Um, yeah, I mean, that usually is the case anyway. I think the 151 might give people pause. I think you might get the casual to, to look at that game and go under. Okay. Um, but I hope that game goes. If that game goes over, it's super fun. 
that game oh, going yeah. over would yeah, I want that game. Give me 84 81. Like let's give me go. that. Give me that type of game. Like yes. let's let, like give me a, give go. me a roller coaster of 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 games for that to happen. I'm all yes. in on that. Yeah. Yes. I I that's that's what I want to see. So like if you just kind of think it out or play the narrative, you get Kansas or Villanova in a very low scoring game, a tight game, different type of game and then you get yeah. You know, the game, <laughs> the run. And you get, yeah, and you get the, the the big runs back and forth, the emotion, the this, the that, and a score, like you said, 84-81 would be a dream. Mm. It would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So KU plus, so you like Nova plus four? Four and a half? Yeah. If, if, if forced to take a side in this, I do. I like, I think it, I think it's close enough that if, if there's a game that the point spread matters, it's this mm. one. Mm-hmm. I don't think the point spread matters in the other one. I think if Duke mm-hmm. wins, they win by mm-hmm. more than four. Agreed. And if North Carolina wins, it doesn't matter how many points you're getting. So right. I, I think Duke wins and covers and, and North Carolina wins outright. I can't say that. I think Kansas could win and not cover. And so four and a half, yes, I would take four and a half. And under. It, if it's Duke in Kansas on Monday night, yep. what's the number? A couple books have look-ahead lines. Um, and – one has Duke minus one. The other one has Kansas minus one. I think that's, you know, right now without money line, get money line going to be minus minus one ten on both sides. Yeah. Good. Right now. Good. That's, you know, and, and that's just a difference of opinion. Mm. You have to take into account if there's an injury or something right. else then you know, yeah, but you can bet that now those things are available to bet, you know, wherever people are check like FanDuel has mm-hmm. it, uh, bet MGM has it in different jurisdictions and stuff. And if the matchup doesn't happen, it's a refund. So, you know, if you bet Duke minus one against Kansas and Duke and Kansas don't play, you just get your money back. But you may get ahead of a number. You know, something may happen where. Yeah. I mean, that's why I bet Duke plus 160 to win it all for that for that reason. Because I was like, all right. So I think Duke beats Carolina. And then I'll have a hedge opportunity depending on who they play. Right. If they play Nova, they're going to be favored by six. Like. I think Duke's a bigger favorite against Villanova than Kansas. So it's three and a half. The look ahead line right now. Wow. That's low. That's low, right? That's what lower, I thought. That's lower low. That's low. How is that? How is that lower than Carolina? Because aren't it's crazy. Well, the reason why I said hi, I thought the books would shade to Duke because they know it's one way action. I mean, if Duke plays Nova, no one's betting Villanova. Are they? There's no way sharp guys will, but there is no, and it is nine and a half out of every 10 bets will come in on Duke to win the championship. If Duke is minus three and a half against Villanova. You think so? Yeah, I do. Yeah. The narrative coach K standalone Monday night, Duke will have beaten their arch nemesis. It's not a game. It's a coronation. You can bet right now, exact result on Fandle. Duke to beat Villanova is five to one. Villanova to beat Duke is nine to one. That's Kansas to beat Duke is plus three fifty, and Duke to beat Kansas is three dollars. The future you thought is plus one fifty. Sixty, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's currently plus one fifty on Fanduel right now. So you could actually pick your opponent in the other game, like if you think Duke's going to win it all. You could go right now and grab, you know, Duke to beat Kansas. You get three to one. Huh. 
and you got Duke to beat Villanova at five to one. So options available for people listening to the show. Tripling down things that we can't bet on here in Nevada. We cannot. Another reason. Although, although Chris, you may have it up at South Point. I didn't look, but he may have it up at South Point. You can pick the opponent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He likes to do that. He does that. He was one of the first ones to do it in Nevada for the Super Bowl. Called it the right. Super Bowl Exacta. Was fabulous. Got me a few times trying to pick the opponent and try to pick the. You can pick just a batch up, or you could pick the exact result. So you know you try to pick Tampa versus Kansas City with Tampa winning. So you had two pools. You picked the matchup, Tampa Kansas City that paid this. Tampa beats Kansas City in the Super Bowl paid this. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Well, on Monday, we'll have more on that. We'll see if we can cycle back on Monday, see what this, the actual matchup is to see yep. where we go. All right. To the NBA. Lakers, Pelicans. <laughs> LeBron is questionable. <clears throat> I got, and we'll do it and better to book it later, later today. I got Pelicans as a dog in this one. <laughs> knew it would flip. What flip are these right. people thinking? We just had Lindemann on the show. I mean, flip. he can't make the Pelicans dogs in that game. He did. When, I, was like, yeah, I know. He did. It was plus one last night. Now it's, I, I told on the juice last night, I'm like, this thing's going to be minus three, like in an instance. <laughs> so just heads up. Like you, you're not going to get plus one unless you get this thing like right away. You're getting this thing at minus two, three. It's going to, you know, it's going to go to the moon and it has. But if LeBron plays, does the number totally flip back and LeBron and the Lakers are favored at tip? Oh, yes, because they're going to bet that. If 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 it comes out, he's playing, playing. Yep. 100% flips the other way. Right. There's, 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 I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to bet the Pelicans, you know. I Why mean, not? Even with LeBron in, I still bet the Pelicans. Mm-mm. They do it every day. You heard them tell I us. I know. They bet the money line on the Lakers on these games and he goes and anyone's paying attention is laying the points against them. I mean, they are 16 and 22 at home ATS Lakers. They are 15 and 31 against the Western conference of which uh, the Pelicans are a member of. And the Pelicans aren't awesome, but they're 18 and 19 on the road. They are six and four over the last 10 21 and 25 ATS against the Western Conference, but they've won three out of four games. They beat Portland. They beat the Lakers last time they played by eight. Beat Chicago by 17. They did lose to San Antonio, but this is like a playoff game, Dave, tonight. I I mean, it, it is a playoff game because... And that's why LeBron's going to try to play, which means he may or may not be 100%. He may just be trying to force it. Yeah, but LeBron, even at 80%, I mean, it makes them better. Course, does it make them win? Like, I I mean, again, you watched last night, it's a parade through the paint against yeah. them. It just, it's just, it's just, there's no resistance, none. Uh, it's, and so, I don't know. I, I mean, is it too easy? I, I, I mean, I hope you, you said you got the point, so that's good. I mean, not we're betting, I still, I still would bet, Pelicans. I still would bet the even no laying question. two and a half points, I still would like, yes. Um, I didn't look at the total. What's the total? Is it low? Total oh, is two. Oh, two thirty. Finally adjusted two thirty yeah, and a half. Two thirty. Like way high. Okay. Lakers so defense now, is so bad. They're on a back to back. 
they, they, they make it LeBron, AD is like quite AD probably isn't going to play. He's questionable too, but LeBron looks like he's trending towards playing. But that's I think that's almost because it's a home game. It's a requirement. He kind of he feels the pressure to play. I don't think he probably really like wants to play, which means you're getting seventy five percent committed, LeBron. I don't know. I just think everything's everything I'm reading, everything I'm seeing, all the post game. I was watching the Lakers post game last night, watched the game on the Lakers channel and watched the post game. Like even the broadcasters know, even they know, right? Like they, 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 they all know, like it's, they can't even, they're trying hard to, to like, to sugarcoat it a little bit and be like, here's how the, here's how they get in. But every time they talk about it, they're like, remember the Lakers lose the tie break to both San Antonio and New Orleans. Exactly. Like so they don't have to, they got to finish a game above them both. Like they can't just tie them. They've got to finish a game above right. both guy, both teams to make the play in tournament. Yeah. And you see it. I, I, I said it about a month ago, I was watching LeBron in the post game and I was like, man, he's defeated. He's defeated. He's looking down. He doesn't right. want to, he didn't want to be there and it's just permeated through. And then you got, you know, Westbrook, having a conversation and then, you know, asking a follow-up question when a guy was like, well, what do you have to change to, to, you know, and he goes, what are you talking about? What do you have to change? We can't change anything. We're trying to win. And the reporter was like, well, are you? And they, I mean, it's a beat guy, you know, who's around them and everybody's getting testy. Everybody's like, this is done. This is just one of those things. You're playing out the string. You know what it is. It sucks to be a part of, but it's fun Mm -hmm. to bet against. I can tell you that. Yeah. So we'll do it with better to book it a little bit later on in the the programs. We'll stay tuned for that. All right. So Memphis tonight is resting like everyone. Now it was, it was baked in to the number. Okay. Memphis at home catching seven and a half points last night. The first move though was to Memphis at plus seven and a half, a move that I am a part of, but what do we do with Memphis and the Suns the rest of the way? The one and the two seed are playing tonight, but they both have their seeds locked in. Oh, Memphis is the two now? Yes. Official? Yes. We don't they bet both the have, game. They you both have clinched. Yet? I didn't know they're resting everybody. I thought, I thought they'd play and send a message. So, I, I mean, I was going to say, I think it's okay you took the points. I wouldn't lay the points as mm. much as I love Phoenix. and, and Cam Johnson probably is out. I don't think. We're seeing like Chris Paul playing like 40 minutes tonight. But I mean, did you see him the other night after the game? He's like, look, I'm getting in shape. Right. I mean, he he literally said, I got to get reps. Mm-hmm. I got to play. So there might be a mentality in that building that they're like, hey, I know the games don't mean nothing, but you got to play. Mm-hmm. You got to get ready for the playoff. But that's run. why I like Memphis. Because that's their mentality. I like that they know they're coming in and they just, even down to the 15th man on the bench, like this is our place and we're going to go and break our back to beat you. And they probably won't, but seven and a half points. Okay. You know, I feel anything about over seven. Yeah. We got to grab. I mean, that's like, okay, thank you. I was like, I'll take that. Even if I lose the bet, I'll take that just based on principle. It's an NBA game with a home dog catching seven and a half points in a game that neither team needs. Give me the points. I agree. I I wholeheartedly agree. I'm going to be watching as much of this game as I possibly can um, while I'm doing the shows tonight. I uh, It's almost like a poker game. How much are they mm-hmm. going to show? Right? Like, that's the other thing. This could be the Western Conference Finals matchup. Mm-hmm. I hope it is. Right? 
more so than Golden State. Yeah. I like Memphis a lot more. Golden State, I feel like, is I don't know. I love their what? Hanging on by a thread. I think I I can't make a definitive read on Golden State because of the injuries. Like they haven't had Wiseman all year. Draymond's missed huge amounts of time. Steph keeps on getting hurt. Clay Thompson is not the same player because everyone knows this. Achilles takes a long time to come back from and a year and a half injury before you're really comfortable and out there playing. So I just feel like next year may be the year for Golden State when they really go after it. Right. But I feel like the Warriors are a team that they know they should be good. Memphis is trying to prove that they're good. Memphis is the young bucks. And I like I like the team that's got to prove that they're good to change the narrative. And I was reading an article about their young owner and how much money he's got and how he's committed to basically spending like Laker type money on Memphis that he will. He's, uh, like, and, Mark, he's like Mark Cuban. A hundred percent. Yeah. He, 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 he will un- unload on this team because this is what he loves to do. And he feels like I have, this is my toy. So I can go ahead and do this. Right. And he'll pay jaw. He'll he, he won't lose the superstars that he's got and he'll spend for planes and, you know, practice facilities and all, right. you know, a level stuff. So when you are courting free agents, they're like, yeah, I want to go play for Memphis. Right. That that team's not going anywhere. They're going to be around for a while. And I think this could be the year where they, all of a sudden we go, Oh, Whoa. Okay. This is, we've spent too much time talking about the teams on the coast and not about the team in the middle part of the country as to just how good they're going to so be. So is this, is this OKC uh, young OKC when they came up and they had, a little bit. Right. I think, yeah, I think, I, I think broken. that that's probably the, yeah, it's probably the, the blueprint, except that the ownership group's different. Right. That ownership's not going to let Kevin Durant and James Harden and, and Westbrook walk out the door. Right. <laughs> like they're going to say, what do I got to do to pay you to keep you here, to make you happy, to figure out ways to make this work type right. of thing. So they're well coached. They play their asses off every single night. I, every the, possession. Yep. Like when They're you watch them play, you just, you just, you're, it's fun. It's, it's, it's almost like when, when Golden State was on the come mm-hmm. up, you know, you see, you, you know, the energy around it and you're just like, yeah, that's the way the game's supposed to be played. I like what they're doing. Mm. It takes a while for the books to kind of really agree with that, you know, numbers wise. Betting public as well. Absolutely. Like, wait a They're late. They're late on it. And then they right. have been late on them. And then you're like, wait, what's their number ATS? Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> um, it's pretty good. <laughs> well, does what's that they, number, that almost, that, that kind of sh- like screams out tonight, right? Like you're resting everybody. Oh, it's got to be seven. Like Phoenix is four at home against the Lakers last week. Or like, right. like you know, the numbers on the Suns have been, they're off. 19 and two without jaw straight up. That's their number one guy too. Like how good is that basketball team? 50, that tells me everything I need to know. They're 50 and 27 ATS. They're 31 and 17 against the West. They are 25 and 13 ATS at home. Four and one in their last five, six and four over the last 10. I mean, they're damn good. <laughs> On any which way, total tonight's 229, by the way, for Ain't a game enough. that does not have all five starters for the Memphis Grizzlies are out in the total is 229. So oh. that's a, another reason why I like 
take the points. Yeah. Booker's telling you that the backups aren't that bad for Memphis, that they can right. hang. They can hang, they can score, and they can push it. So yeah. I like that a lot. All right. So if you're sitting with a ticket for Jokic to win the MVP, how are you feeling right now, Dave? Giannis has had a whale of a week. Hell and of what, a week. And what he just did last night against the against the Nets, step back, game tying three, sends the game to overtime. Durant misses a jumper at the end of regulation and a jumper at the end of overtime. Bucks win. Giannis the pick for the MVP again? I mean, it's a three-horse race. Giannis is the third choice. Today, he's six to one. Yesterday, he was 10 to one at FanDuel. And beat is two to one. Jokic is minus 210 today. Is yeah. this for real? Yeah. They're going to give the Scotty award again, aren't they? They're but the betting public, again, we're betting on human beings voting. So the betting public might say this, but the voters might not. And if Giannis keeps going like this and he puts together another week or two where he's playing the way he's playing on national TV against high-level caliber competition, I mean, Giannis had a step-back Steph Curry game-tying three last night. I don't care how good Jokic is. Jokic is not doing that. (laughs) He's not doing that type of stuff. So, I mean, Denver people are super sensitive to this. Like oh, this yeah. is their guy and they will take a sledgehammer to you. If yes. you say that, Hey, I'm voting for somebody other than Nikola Jokic to win yeah. the MVP. But I, if I had a vote, I'm telling you right now, I would be undecided at this point. I'm not sure who I'd vote for. Um, It's funny because I mean, Sean said it yesterday when he said, I want the best player on the best team. And right. that's where it starts. Here comes Milwaukee to be the best team. The one right? seed. Yep. They're beating everyone on the schedule this week. They beat Philly at Philly. They beat Brooklyn at Brooklyn. Um, what's their next? I mean, are they, they're just taking them out one by one. Who do they play? They don't play again until Sunday. They got home against Dallas in the morning. Good game. By itself. Against Luca, I mean, taking them out one by one in the last two weeks and making a push. There might be some value on, you know, plus six to one right so now. They, their schedule to end the year um, for Milwaukee is, that's weird. Um, they play the Clippers tonight at home. They play Dallas on Sunday. So they play tonight. Against the Clippers. Oh, I bypassed that. Yes, yeah, so they play tonight against the Clippers. They play Dallas. Wait a second. They're four-point favorites? That's it? <laughs> Is that not. right? Is Giannis not playing? <laughs> Clippers tonight at home. The Dallas, overnight was eight and a half. Giannis must be out. They must be resting Giannis. That'd be the only explanation. Back-to-back over, overtime game. So he must be out. Or Milton... Is he going to be suspended for, for what he did? Is that why? They didn't move the four points on Middleton. Yeah, that's true. Got to be Giannis. So Clippers, Dallas, Chicago, right. Boston, Detroit, Cleveland is the last stretch for Milwaukee. Boston at home or at Boston? Home. 
Chicago at home. What road? Oh, bet the under in that game. Yeah, don't, don't forget that's don't even that, don't even need to know. I don't, yeah, even, don't even need, need to, to know, know the, what the total is. I don't need to know what the total is. Bet it'll be under. high because it'll be Milwaukee too. Yep, bet the under. Being a high two twenty. Um, I think there's value in it. I think I I think it could happen. Um, I don't know. There's been a you know the ESPN guys are doing all this stuff about you know Jokic is the MVP. It's it's being pushed. It's being it's a it, it is definitely a narrative driven thing. A media push right now is for for uh, Jokic and I don't know. I mean, obviously, I, I'm I'm disappointed in the Sixers and and well, know. let's go to that. Okay, so here we go with the Sixers and last night. What the hell? The hell? The hell. I was on the Pistons. Okay, we, we took it at plus Same. eleven. Plus eleven. So Way I too I got, many points. I I got, but they won outright, Dave. After the game, Doc Rivers says it's not the bench. It was James Harden, not the I, bench. It was James Harden was the problem. In that game, are the wheels coming off the Sixers? I, I, yes, it I mean, feels re- like it already. Yes, I mean, remember, like, remember when Doc threw Ben Simmons under the bus, and that yeah. was that was seen as like the last straw for Ben Simmons in Philly. They're talking about giving James Harden the max extension. Does Harden stay and Rivers go? Is this it for Doc Rivers in Philly? Uh, it feels like it, right? Yeah, like it feels I like I don't want to say it like it right feels like it now, it feels like, but it, it that was I, Doc. I think that was Doc Rivers recognizing his position as to where he is, going, All right, we're not better than Boston, we're not better than Milwaukee. We make this big trade, all this drama. I gotta, I gotta, I mean, it can't be me if I just sit here and take it, it's me, and I gotta say who it is, and I'm going out. With my, you know, all my shield, Guns if you will. Blazing, right. Yeah, I'm going out with what actually I think. And what I think is James Harden is a bad fit for this team. And he's not wrong at the moment. Right. It's very confusing. Um, maybe losing Seth Curry and Drummond. Maybe they I said it at the some- trade. I said it on the day of the trade. What the hell are you doing giving up Seth Curry? You, you, you gave up a lot to get Harden. Yeah. And you lost that whatever it was. I mean, because I saw it last night. I mean, yes, Milwaukee won, but Brooklyn's tough. Like yeah. the, the, Drummond does a lot of things yep. that nobody wants to do. Free throws. Guy hit free throws late. He's been he's been good. He's been good. And Seth Curry obviously is still Seth. He he hits those shots. Mm-hmm. He's an option. Mm-hmm. Weapon. It, you took away. I mean, maybe Doc wasn't so much on board with it. Maybe he's trying to figure out that missing piece that they got hardened, but they, they, they're missing. They're not tough. They're not. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, you hear guys that do this, that played in the league, like Kendrick Perkins. I mean, you know, Perk is great. He's, he says stuff that there's no filter. I mean, and he says it and you're just like, he's right. Right. His team gets pushed around and Embiid can't be the scorer, the big love, you know, lovable big guy and the enforcer. You can't have him knocking guys down. Like there's hard fouls that are coming. Like there's you remember when we were younger, there was no flagrant foul. You mm-hmm. went to the hoop and you got hit, you got up and you went to the free throw line. And there was a discussion 
maybe on the way. And that was it. Now, I mean, that Middleton foul, it was a hard foul. He's not, he's out of the game. It was right. a flagrant two, whatever. He got ejected. So it's harder to do that. So you've got to do it different ways. Trouble in Philly. There may, I mean, the wrong matchup, they're done in the first round. I was ready to make, you know, look at games and stuff and talking about going to the Eastern Conference Finals in May, flying out there and, you know, staying with my brother again and something and trying to go to games. I don't know if they're going to get out of the first round. And then Doc's fired. Oh, for sure. They get it's, bounced in the first round. Rivers is fired. Like, there's no debate. Well, I mean, is he, though? Like, who do you replace him with? You, you got to I mean, get Darryl a guy. Murray, I mean, come on. They, I mean, they, they've got, you know, I, I, I think they have probably a, a laundry list of people who they could bring in. Doc's got a ring. That's why they brought him there. Hey, you've won. You've won a championship. You got that pedigree. We need someone who can speak to Embiid. He'll listen to because you can show the ring. But I think Doc's out. If, if, if they get bounced, I think Doc's out in the, first, in the first round. It's pressure, man, playing for that. Like, you know, I mean, because like. It's I always must for them. It's all, I mean, that's all, that's, that's all it is. It's, it's, it's win or done. Win or you're done in that in the market. Yeah. They've done everything else really that they wanted to do. And they feel like they've got a ticking time bomb in Embiid because at some point that dude's going to have a catastrophic injury. So he just always has. He always does. He's an injury prone player. I know, but I think he's in really good shape. Like mm-hmm. now, I think I, he might've turned a corner and okay. I hope so. You know, I mean, it's more, more fun had a long good. career doing what he did and, we're getting back to that type of game. It's Kareem not- weighed like half of what Embiid weighs. Yeah. I mean, Embiid's a big boy. Embiid is a big dude. How long would you- the He's big, so big, big dude, yeah. weight-wise and height-wise. I mean, those knees, those ankles, Achilles, it's yeah. tough. He goes Play. down all the time, too. Every yeah. time he gets hit, he gets fouled or whatever. He goes You're like, down. oh, no. You, just you hold like, your breath. You're like, oh, no. Get up. Yeah, I don't know. Not, 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 not right not. now. I'm looking to fade them in the playoffs. I'm telling you right I would now. Agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like even with yeah. home court, if the yeah. matchup's wrong, and I love that song. I love. I, I, I mean, and like Kendall's all on board with the Sixers and the the fun videos that the Sixers win after and all this stuff. I, I, they're gonna lose if the matchup's wrong. They're gonna lose in the first round. Yes, I would agree. Let's go to the other injury news of the day. And if you're a New York Met fan or someone who bet the Mets to do something this season, you got a big old poop sandwich served to you today. Jacob DeGrom will go to have an MRI today on his shoulder. If as a bookmaker, what do you do when a, a pitcher of this caliber, who is the odds on favorite to win the Cy Young is going for an MRI this morning? Move sit the needle and, wait. and see gotta, what happens. You got to sit and wait. Cause I mean, if he's out any extended period of time, it, it doesn't eliminate him from the award, but it goes, oh boy, here we go. Like you just, you have to move other people down in defense of it. So, I mean, he's having the, to me, whenever a pitcher has an MRI, one, it's never good, but two, I'm always waiting for the shoulder impingement thing. Right. Which is like the typical, like he has a shoulder impingement. We're going to reevaluate it in four to six weeks. What's the word you're saying? Impingement? Yes. Shoulder impingement. It basically means you have an inflammation in the rotator cuff of your shoulder, which is what every pitcher has because our human body is not designed to throw overhand. <laughs> We're supposed to throw underhand. So 
That's we why throw kids we, on the softball team get throw right. all day. So we throw overhand, and we rip and rip and rip, and we just grind up that shoulder. So you always any anybody who's played baseball for any length of time, your shoulders just chewed up, and especially at that level, professional pro stuff. Right. You feel it. Everyone feels it. Right. If you've yeah. thrown it all, you know what that feels like. You know what that impingement feels like. That's that grinding, ripping sensation that you get when you throw. My I shoulder have, feels better now than it did when I played baseball. Really? Pitching and stuff growing up. Because you use it a lot. You built, you built up the muscles around but it. But I throw underhand when I, oh. when I do batting practice, I, I throw it like, you know, the kids. So I had to learn how to pitch and it, it helps me now when I play catch. And when I, it, my arms looser, huh. so you're right about it. it it's actually, it, I, no, no kidding. I can still throw a ball pretty good. Like when right. I get loose, I mean, you know, we play long toss and I'll just, you know, just take one or two steps and throw it a couple hundred feet. I'm like, yeah. man, it don't even hurt. That's it good. used to hurt a lot when I was young. So you're right. But I mean, as the book, you're just like, ah. Oh. The Mets again, they can't get out of their own way. Just, Mets are gonna like, met, right? That's what I do. It's you just know, you know, oh, fix the Braves number. They were okay. the odds on favor to win the East. Yeah. They were the team to win the most games in the East. It was 92 and a half. Yeah. All the hype. Yep. And now they, they may. I mean, I'm waiting for today that Jacob deGrom will not be ready for spring training and he will be out for the first month of the season. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Really? That's what I'm waiting for today. When this dude goes to have an MRI, it's not nothing. It's something. Actually, it's not an elbow, at least, okay? So at least it's not Tommy John, all right? So it's nothing like that. FanDuel has the Braves as the favorite now. There you the go. At least plus 135. Then, plus 155. Philly's answer, down the four to one. Answered my question right there. As a bookmaker, what do you do with the great Jacob DeGrom news? Panic. Start adjusting quick. <laughs> you got to start moving numbers because they're yep. going to bet the other teams. I mean, you quick. just know. Yep. Right. I mean. People are going to bet that. Um, let's see. Cy Young. Players. He's got to be way down now. No, he's still the favorite. He's, he's still the favorite. Right so why now. would you move the market for the Mets and not move the Cy Young market? Well, no, what you did was you you just bumped the Grom's price up a little. He's plus 390 today. Okay. Okay. Where he but was he's like, still the odds on favorite. Was he two to one or something? Yeah, but what you've okay. done now, you 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 bring Scherzer down to seven to one. Zach Wheeler's down to eleven to one. I think he was fifteen. Bueller's eleven to one. Corbin Burns is eleven to one. Boy, you really what you did was you clumped a bunch of guys together. Now, uh, Brandon Woodruff sixteen, Aaron Nola twenty, Sandy Alcantara, which a lot of people really like this guy twenty to one. Logan Webb twenty to one. It's I mean. I think it obviously what you do is go, okay, uh, be on high alert for the bets on the Cy Young that aren't the Grom mm. right away because now the door's open, and if somebody starts to to blast it at different books, that number's going to come down quick. Hmm. Uh, before we do the props.com prop of the day, or sorry, or, or story of the day. And By the way, did you see this big baseball news? Kimbrell got traded to the Dodgers to be the closer. Yeah, I'm. I as a as a as a recovering Craig Kimbrell supporter, <laughs> I I actually think this is not a great thing for the Dodgers. That's why I didn't include it. It's. I mean, it's a. It's, it's not. It, I don't think it's a blockbuster. People are, are are going bonkers over it. I don't know. I mean, it helps. Yeah, of it, course, it helps, but. 
the, the Dodgers need help though. Like stop enough. I mean, Kimber had 24 staves last year at 2.26 ERA. I don't, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's like, you really like they, uh, how many more Tommy Lorenzo's writing articles now for us on the site. Right. I yep. mean, and he's a Dodger guy. I can't imagine. He's probably going to have to reach out to him and get him on the show. He's probably super excited. The one thing the Dodgers have been having trouble uh, believing and, you know, Kenley Jansen is no longer there. I right. Mean, you got a guy who's been there now on the spot. It's the one thing they, didn't have the best of. Yeah. I mean, they got a World Series winning closer. See what their I mean, total is now. Did that adjust anything? I don't know. 99 and a half. Where do you go from there? <laughs> 99 and a half. <laughs> uh, but more on baseball here in just one second. But I just wanted to push this along in case anybody really cares. Uh, USA qualified for the World Cup. Yeah. And they have been given in the draw this morning, which I heard was really crazy. The U.S. has been assigned to Group B okay. against England and Iran. Oh wow! Okay. Is in is in our so it's not great that we have that, but it's um, Wales. So it's it's Wales, Scotland, or Ukraine, depending on who is going to be part of that group. So they still haven't decided it yet because they haven't qualified yet, I guess. But Iran, England. U.S. is part, and they'll start playing on November the 21st for that. The World so, Cup is in November? Um, Yeah, in 2022 in Qatar. It's got to be. It's, a mil- it's, a, it's in the desert. Oh. Remember? In the summer. It's, yeah, a cut, it, it's, yeah, it's in yeah, Qatar. Yeah. The, 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 that's the problem because they can't do it. It's 125 degrees outside. In that- Wait a <laughs> second. Wait a second. We're going to have correct world, world cup, F1 on football, all, all going to that. Simul- yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. November in 2022, it's going English to be, is going to be like the fifth language being spoken here. This is going to be the most international city in the United States that week. Cause no, oh do we know the date of the race yet? It's just in November. We do know, do you know the actual date of the F1 race? No, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they said it, the actual dates yet. They just said it's November of of twenty twenty three, right or two? Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay. So next year. Yeah, that's okay. why it's next oh, year. Okay, okay. good. So okay, it's, so, it's not this year. It's right. next year. Okay, I'm sorry. I was like, so yeah, crazy. That, yeah, that's not this November. It's next November that that's happening. But still, I mean, we're having football and the World Cup simultaneously going on in November. We needed the last one of the last times we did the World Cup. The betting was so international that I, I was trying to explain to people, we should probably get some bilingual writers in here, please, because it was impossible to try uh, to take bets. What's the second the What's the second language, though? It's such an international sport. <laughs> we, needed, we needed Spanish. We needed right. French. We, <laughs> right. needed, we, we could have used any. Russian. <laughs> it, was, it was trying to get the bets right and explain it, and then, I mean, I was given money. You've got to go to the cage and exchange this. We can't take these, you know, oh. whatever they were. It was, it was truly one of the first times that I physically saw it where it was an international event and people wanted to just bet it. They wanted every game on. We had every game on over, to, you know, and the people in the books were like, why are you showing the soccer every game? Look at all these people. What do you mean? They were watching the soccer, not you. Sorry, you're going to have to miss the second race at Gulfstream. 
You know, I don't want to tell you, but look at all these people. They're betting it. Yep. Thousands of dollars on this stuff. So, oh boy, that's going to, that's in November. Yeah. Oh boy. That's going to battle football and all the other stuff. Oh my goodness. It's going to be crazy busy. It's going to make it fun. All right. So our props.com story of the day, uh, Spencer Limbach has written this about the top American league values here. Okay. And odds to win the AL East. Okay. He's looking at the Tampa Bay Rays at plus 320 mm-hmm. to win the East. Okay. How do you feel about a stacked division, but taking the team that's been the most consistent to win this division over the last couple of years? That's been the book's position for years. And I, I agree with Spence. I, I think he's thinking right. Um, I can't name anybody other than that one guy on the uh, starting staff. Of, of Tampa. They just continue to just churn out professional hitters. They catch the ball. They're yes. always in the top half of the league in defense. Um, they manage the pitching staff as good as anybody. Kevin Cash is a great manager. I, I, I like Tampa and I've seen guys that I respect continue to bet Tampa season wins over to win the division, slyly betting them to win the pennant and different things like that, and then consistently hit them as an undervalued favorite or a light-valued dog. Mm. You don't get them too big a prices, but you get them as a plus more than you get a lot of other good teams because people three to one is, Three to one is pretty good. For three to one is good. that consistent to win the division. Yeah. I mean, Plus, you it's can bet incredible. against the Yankees when you do that. Even of course. And everybody likes to bet against the Yankees. I, I, I'll i admit, I am a little surprised at the Red Sox price being five and a half to one. A little surprised. Too high or too low? I don't know. I, th- I thought it'd be the same as the race. Three to one. Three and a half to one. Five Pitching. and a half to one? Pitching. Nearly double? I don't know. Pitching is like, pitching now is turning into defense in the NFL. You just kind of don't need it. <laughs> you, just, mm. you just score a lot of runs. You don't, right. You don't need it as much. Yeah. I mean, that's what when we kind of. Sox bullpen is okay. I mean, you know. <sighs> we addressed need, it briefly this morning on MLB. Like the, the NL is going to look a lot different with the DH now. So, because they asked know. about that and I was like, yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't feel strongly about a lot of things because I don't know. Right. It's impossible what to I do what, know is that the Rays have been very consistent and continue to be, despite not constant turnover, because they, they've kept their core management together and a coach and a manager, um, but it's that philosophy that they haven't changed. They I mean literally haven't changed for a number of years now. The other thing he likes, which is interesting, Twins to win the Central. They won it in 2019, 2020, and 2021. All hell broke loose for them with injuries everywhere. I had them last year. Yeah. To win it. Yeah, I liked them a lot last year, too. Yeah. What do you make of the of the Tigers? My The first bet that I made this yeah. year, mm-hmm. I bet over 78 wins for the Tigers. Is my first MLB future. How do you feel about the Tigers this year? That's one of the teams. There's uh, three teams that a lot of steam is coming behind. Tigers being one of them. Uh, the other two are Seattle. Wow. Really over. Okay. And you know, Maddie gave us 
Florida. Florida. Oh, Florida, yeah. Florida, Marlins. Um, you know, I mean, I respect Manny's opinion a lot. Yeah, but a lot I like people- the fly, like the Marlins. I haven't bet the Marlins yeah. yet, but uh, but I I I'm I may have waited too long, unfortunately, because of the I don't know what the news with Degrom does to the Marlins, but right. I do like the Marlins win total over. I like the Tigers a lot. I, I think the Tigers won 76 and 78 games last year, I believe. Yep. And now their number is the same 78. I've seen them as low as 76 and a half juiced to the, you know, minus 160 over. And then I've seen 79 as well, but I like seven circa had 78 wins for the Tigers. And I was like, I think they're a 500 baseball team. They it's going to be close. They upgraded with, with with Baez. They got Buckman, the gold glove catcher. They've added pitching. And they've got two great young arms in Mize and Scooble, who I think will just improve. And they've got a young kid in the outfield who made a hell yeah. of a catch yesterday, who I'm forgetting the kid's name. But they got a rookie they, they, they like a lot who's on his way up. And they got, I mean, they get, Miggy's going to get 3,000 hits. He's got 13 short of 3,000 hits. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be awesome, but he's going to be a weapon at times for them to be a 500 baseball team. I think they win 80 games this year. White Sox and Twins at the top. Yeah. I'm not saying Tigers win the division, but I think the Tigers. How bad are the Guardians? And I got it right on the first time. And the Royals. Bad. Real bad. Okay, so if you think they're bad, bad, like under bad, both mm-hmm. of their numbers, the White Sox, what are they, 91 and a half, I believe? Mm-hmm. I think 91 and a half. Yep. And they're the okay. only team in the division last year to win more than 90 games. Right. Um, it comes down to, it's 92 and a half on Fandle. Minnesota is 81 and a half. Wow. And right. Detroit is 60, 77 and a half. Okay. So Detroit can be second in that division. If Detroit's second in that division, you win your bet. Correct. I think if they come in third in the division, they can win my bet. Be be closer. Be, yeah. Be, be a little bit harder. And I think Cleveland and Kansas City have to be bad. Like your my, bet may be determined by how they do against those two teams. Very possible. The other thing, the only thing that gave me a little pause is the fact that they were supposed to start the year on the West Coast and their final eight games are against Seattle and Oakland on the West Coast. So it kind of stinks. I hate that. If I have like 74 wins and I need to get to 79 and they got eight games and they're on the road in the West Coast, I was like, oh, it's like they need to they need to be at like 76 wins for that when they get to that last roadie. I I can't be ho- hoping for road wins. Have you done this before like have you participated in buying season wins in baseball and then of course. having to you know what you can do at the end of the season like the bet last week it. of the season. Yeah, he's yes. bet against it. You it's it's an it's an art form that I learned from one of the you know curmudgeons in this business. He's a legend. <laughs> Um, you know, they call him Kaufman, but he, uh, he does this and I used to just enjoy watching him. We would have these discussions every late September and he'd be like, Dave, I got over 74 and a half and I got under 79 and a half. And now they're at 72 and there's eight games left. I can bet this over. I can bet against them today. And, you know, so 
um, you leave yourself all kinds of options. Let's put mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah. All kinds of options by, by betting season wins that you can, if you, all you need to do is be close and you're going to make money. Yeah. Good stuff there from Spencer. You can read that on props.com right now. If you got a week, that's when I'm going to pick up his he'll, the national league. I'm assuming comes tomorrow, but American league is up there uh, for today. All right. Prop of the day from our friends at betprep.com. Man, it's been a good week. Way yeah. over again yesterday. Back to back days. We're on a streak of six of seven, Dave, on this. Love it. Four in a row. And we missed one. Two in a row. Right. Hot, hot, hot. You mentioned it earlier. I'm guessing you're going to like this. Chris Paul over 14 and a half points tonight. Oh, nice. Given you said he has to play his way in. Straight from the horse's mouth. He said it. Yep. He said, I'm playing to get in shape. Told SVP, I got I to gotta play. All three games with Chris Paul back, he has scored 17, 19, and 15. He averages 15 points per game. He's done well on the road. Has scored more than 15 points in all 11 of his last 11 games against a team with a winning record averaging nearly 19 points per game, eight of nine games on the road, averaging 17 points per game and gone over 15 points in 16 of his last 18 games after a win, which is what the Suns had in their last game, 17.8 points in games per Chris Paul has faced Memphis twice, went over once under once, but Memphis is in the bottom of the league when points allowed and three pointers allowed per game from point guards. How are you feeling about Chris Paul going over 14 and a half tonight? FanDuel's got it at minus 120. I like it. I like it. I think he plays. I think he plays a lot. I think he scores. I mean, now you tell me Memphis is resting everybody. Yeah, that's the. I like that even more. Yeah, that's the big one. And I think if he's playing not for the game, but playing for himself to get himself into the rhythm, maybe he's more selfish than normal. Like maybe he takes more threes. Maybe he tries to get to the line more. He's more assertive because he's trying to play his way into being in game shape versus like, I got to be getting, making sure my guys are good. He's trying to make himself good. I don't know about all that. I just know that I like, I mean, what's playing, what's playing himself in a shape then if it's not all that. I think he's just playing. I don't think he's like, I mean, he may have to score. I hope that the game dictates that he has to score. Right. But I think he just plays. And I think him playing his game, I mean, that's a lot of games where it went Mm -hmm. over. You don't Mm -hmm. have to do anything different. We're not asking Chris Paul to do anything more than score 15 points in his bet. I mean, that seems pretty good to me. I'm surprised the number's not moving With with the Memphis guys being out. I mean, I'd be sitting in a book and be like, all right, if it's 14 and a half overs minus 120, just make it 16 and a half flat right now. Right. Try to get an under bet. Who's going to bet this under? But I don't know. Yeah, the book's not paying attention. I like it. Over. All right. Before we get to better to book it, a couple of stories involving sports gambling stuff, because this week we've got a big betting convention here in Vegas. We do. And it's going to be called Bet Bash. It's here in Vegas. You probably see some content from us coming up later on over the weekend and next week yep. from it. We asked yesterday during the show, why was Matt Holt on ESPN? Yeah, well, we found out why Matt Holt Did you watch was on it? ESPN. Yep. Did not watch it, except I watched the video, the, the package they put together. 
that has a Matt Holt interview in it. That was it. That was the package. That oh, okay. So I, so that's what I saw. I, I don't know if he was on there or not, but it's a four minute thing. You can watch on ESPN chalk right now, who is in charge of finding and catching cheaters in sports gambling. Yeah. It's a long article. It's interesting when you start to take a look at who actually is the ones in charge of policing the sports leagues. Who wrote that article? Uh, a reporter who I'd never heard of, Paula Levine. Paula? Yeah, she's she used to write in Phoenix when I lived in Phoenix. Oh, okay, cool. She's so she, she's a staff writer for ESPN. Yeah. Uh, and this was, Matt Holt told this story, I believe, I don't know when he told the story. I think he told it when I was on the panel with him at G2E about the fact that they, you know, make phone calls to books sometimes when they see irregularity going on. Do you think the U.S. government or states governments will start to have monitoring going on, actual wings, not like the FBI, but like states will actually have like Matt Holt's a private company at the moment being licensed out, being hired by the books and leagues to go look at integrity. Does that go one step farther and becomes part of the government and the police? No. I don't think so. Until criminal activity is actually done. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's too much to look at. It's a lot of speculation. Correct. Tell Matt all the time. I mean, like, you know, because lines move or somebody says something doesn't mean it is even, I mean, on top of it being said, it's hard to get down. Then it still has to win. Right. At what point do you set up a, a you know a legal arm to start going to investigate that after? Like all of those things have to happen for it to be suspicious, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like mm-hmm. all, yeah. so it's it's hard to enforce. Now I understand that. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> it's a good business. It's a good business, but like. Who's what was the line from uh, that Will Smith movie? Who's monitoring the monitors? <laughs> True. I, I mean, like you know, and they said it in the piece. Um, they don't have badges, right? They don't have you know. There's no enforceability. I mean, you no, can, there's no subpoena power. There's no like. What do you, can't, what do, you do? do? Right. You, yeah, you have to go get that from the authorities if you have a case that you want to make. Yeah, you have to go to the authorities to go and, and figure it out. I I just it's such an interesting situation because integrity of the game. We just saw what happened when an NFL football player on being inactive in Calvin Ridley, not playing, gets a year, eleven million dollars taken away from him, a yep. year suspension. Yeah, Deshaun Watson just became the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL yeah, with the most guaranteed money ever to an NFL quarterback facing 22 accusations of sexual misconduct. Yeah. And he got that contract. So like the league is clearly sending a message as to which is the more egregious offense in their eyes. Yes. So what, I think as the public becomes more informed and the public starts to realize more as to what happens in sports books and with sports gambling, I really wonder what the public's opinion is going to be on the integrity of the game and how serious do they 
want the the government to be involved in these and not allowing just private people to police private activities. It's illegal. Fixing fixing a game's illegal. Yeah. So you go to jail for that. But like who gets the information? When Purdom, David Purnham wrote on Twitter today a bit about, you know, information being given to who gives the information out, who gets the information, who's given the information first. And you can't give information to sports betters per se, that could be seen as being illegal. But inside trading right now in the stock market is a, you know, finable and punishable by prison. Tough to prove. Tough to prove, but it's, you still go to jail yes. for insider trading. Yes. There is nothing illegal right now with insider information. It's, it's against the rules or it's against, it's not, um, your integrity gets called into, into question. You can be, there are some laws in some states that you might be held liable for, but federally, there's no SEC for sports betting is what I'm saying. Nope. Will we one day have one? Well, I hope not. It just seems over-officious to me mm-hmm. at that point. Like, I mean, there's, you know how many times I heard about I got a tip on a horse <laughs> and a guy goes and bets a horse race? Right. You know, and, and maybe one out of 10, maybe one out of 100, maybe one out of two. I don't know what the percentage is where they're right. It didn't right. seem like they were right more than they were wrong. But I got this guy. He's a trainer and knows his horse is ready to run. Blah, 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 blah. Tells is somebody, that inside information or just somebody who is being told somebody by somebody? Like, is that actually like. Well, I mean, if the trainer tells you, I don't know. Is that making inside information? If the trainer tells me and I go bet it, it wins. Am I, I? I don't know. I mean, I've had trainers come in the book and tell me. I got a horse running in the third race today. Goldstrip. It's a good horse. You should bet it. Really? Oh, yeah. Comes in last, you're like, man, oh, it was the jockey's fault. It was this. It was right. It's always bad. You know, they took a, yep. you know, they had a bad ride or something. Uh, you know, boy, that horse, but the other horse that won's juiced. So now you get information from trainers and all stuff. Listen, I was in the books when, when I was taking bets on the NBA, when Donahue was doing whatever he was doing. We were, there was no integrity services. There was no monitoring services. It was like, why do they keep betting these games over? <laughs> you just sit there and you're like, why does this game keep going over? Like if, you know, where, where I would give Matt credit was like, he's got deals with the leagues and the, mm-hmm. and the, and the conferences. So when they want to know, they can go to him and he can pull the data from the last 10 years of the games that this guy officiated. He can pull the last 10 years uh, of games data that, you know, this coach had played on the road in these spots. like. You can, I mean, but you can kind of find stuff mm-hmm. that maybe ain't there too. That's the thing. Like now, if you get more people involved, i.e. the government, and they don't know what they're looking for, but they're being told they got to start looking. Right. Now you're picking up every rock going, hey, is this <laughs> bad? To find is this, bad? this line right. moved three points. What right. happened? Yeah. Um, LeBron wasn't playing. Like, that's why. And now is it a difference in college and pro and who's watching who? And this NIL deal, we've talked about this. This NIL deal is going to change everything because now kids get an NIL. Already did. Right. Did you, see what happen- did you see what happened with 
Arkansas? No. Arkansas got three McDonald's All-Americans in this recruiting class. Three. From the same area or all over? All over, but they got three. They've never gotten three McDonald's All-Americans in the same recruiting class. Also, when they ain't playing, man. No, but it's legal now. Right? Bag. They got the bag. But the bag's <laughs> legal now. <laughs> bag's legal. Blue Chips is actually coming true. The movie Blue Chips. You're a they mid-level. Tractor no I, 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 I've told you off the air about yeah. my, what I know about Arkansas, what Arkansas has done over the years and yeah. the people that I've now been involved with it. So now it's, we don't need to do, we don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to, there's no more knock, you know, knock, knock. Hey, wh- what am I getting? Uh-uh. It's all out in the open. I got a car dealership. You're going to go ahead and do that. I got a fast food joint down there. You're going to do that. I got a sporting goods score down there. You're going to do that. They're all going to pay you. Legal. Fantastic. Pay you. Three blue chippers or three, three. All McDonald's All-Americans? I mean. In one high level, I uh, forget the kid's name, but they got a, a four-star transfer as well. Arkansas will be the number one team in the country next year. What Mark, in the world is their odds to win it all, right? Oh, they're Mark, not, up. not up yet. Mark it down. Arkansas will be the number one team in the country next season, preseason, number one. You they say are, some crazy shit sometimes. That seems ridiculous. Are you okay. serious? Whatever you want to bet on it, I'll, 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 I'll take your action right now that Arkansas is the number one team in the country preseason next year. Wow. They are beyond loaded. They must have got some dogs. Beyond loaded. Okay. <laughs> Go watch the McDonald's All-American game. It was on two nights ago. Yeah. Three of the kids in that game that are flying around are all going to Arkansas to play for Musselman. From different parts of the country? Yeah. That's fantastic. Wow. He, the picture, I, I retweeted the picture of him. He's got three McDonald's hamburgers sitting in front of him. He goes, let's Oh, eat. that's what that was in reference to? Yes. I saw your retweet. I didn't that's, know what that meant. Yes, that's the that's what he was oh. saying. That was the bat signal to the Arkansas fans that we got them all. We got all three. You know, they're in on three. He went three for three. He got them all. Goodness. So, yeah, Arkansas. And I said a four-star transfer coming in, plus the kids that are coming back off this year's team that made the run in the dance. Wow. They are are low. Impressive. Arkansas is low dead next year. Are they one and done? Or are they going to Of course. They all are one and done. They're all one and done. Doesn't matter. All right. It's going to be a fly, high-flying, lockdown defense, athletic, like, yeah. <laughs> they are going to be sick next year in the SEC. They've become the new Kentucky. Wow. That's awesome. See, I yep. wouldn't have known that. I didn't, I didn't get the reference. Now I get the reference. I actually love the tweet, too, yep. on top of that. It's a beautiful. It's an unbelievable reference. It's, uh, like, it's so smart great. and so great. Very witty. And Muffleman does not give up. <laughs> he don't doesn't care. give a shit about nothing. Nope. I love it. What do I got to pay to get talent? He's an NBA guy, NBA player, NBA coach. This is what happens when you bring these guys to the college ranks and all they got to do is win. Now you take the handcuffs off. Oh, now I can just go ahead and, hey, you own the, Wal- the, the, the Waltman family. You own, Ar- you own Walmart, right? Yeah, great. Sign all three of these kids. Number one donor in Arkansas 
to the University of Arkansas owns Walmart. That oh family my. can buy anything they want to anyone that they want. And you're making it legal now. This is big. Oh, it's, I mean, I don't know who they, I don't know who they signed the NILs with, but I just, Arkansas has been (laughs) known, like openly known that they don't give a flip. And now you made it legal for them to open up the bank accounts. Oh my. It won't be the end. It won't be the last time. It will be just, this is, you've opened this Pandora's box and the dragon coming out is going to be wild to watch. Who's the football coach? Can they do this with the football? They could, absolutely, but it's not the same. Arkansas basketball has got the legacy. Right. Ar- Arkansas football doesn't have the same. Yeah. Like they've got the history no with – Yeah. I mean, you've got the – minutes of hell. Oh, my And goodness. frankly, it's it's easier to pay three kids than it is to pay 30. Of course. So. Wow. You can flip it in basketball fast. Real, real, Now, real. now do the integrity people got to follow that? Because, I mean, of course they have to. Clip, you know, Matt's got to be like – Talking about, well, now we got to worry about the NIL deal and who's doing that and all this other stuff. Like, what? where does it stop? Like, where do you stop monitoring? Where does it come? Like, I don't know what they do. I, I mean, you know, and and Matt's calling the books saying, hey, you got any crazy line movement? We, we're tracking the line moves. Who, who bet this and what? Like, and now the books got to divulge who their customers are to the integrity services and saying, it's a regular customer. What do you care who, to, who this is? Like, what obligation are you have as the book? You used to say this all the time when you came in with the KYC stuff. Like, wait a second. You want me to put the lines up, take the bets, move the numbers. Then I got to find out where this guy got his money. I got to find out what he does for a living. And I got to tell you, too, why is this guy going to want to make the bets with us? Right. They're just going to go somewhere else where they don't have to do that. So FYI, uh, Nick Smith is from North Little Rock. Okay. Anthony Black is from Duncanville, Texas. Okay. And Jordan Walsh is from Branson, Missouri. Okay. So he got kids, one from Texas, one from Missouri, and one from home. Mm-hmm. So securing the hometown kid, not that hard. Other two, especially in Texas, you know that kid had offers from every school in the Big 12. He got the bay. Baylor. Texas, <laughs> Texas Tech. I mean, you know, you know, the kid out of every, 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 every Big 12, can, Kansas came calling. Every kid. Yeah. Kids going to Arkansas. Hello. Yep. Bag used to be illegal. <laughs> Bag is now legal. Put that shit over your shoulder. Now yep. just, and walk, just walk right walk in. Walk right out. Yeah. You walk right out, right to the front freaking door. There no more, go. no more back door. No more hiding. You just do it straight out of the back door. And you go, okay. And, and, and we got them because that's the issue going on. The other big story in sports betting is the fact that we've got these rings being taken down by the federal government. And we don't know which professional athletes are involved, but one of which owed this professional gambling ring $245,000. They like to bet. Illegally in California. Mm-hmm. So you tweeted, here we go <laughs> at this story when David Payne Pernum of ESPN Chalk was putting this out. Yeah. Are we just going to have to suck it up and deal with this? That this is going to be a normal thing now that the Calvin Ridley story is going to be a normal occurrence? Do you remember the, 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 the gambling ring that involved Rick Tockett? Yep. And yeah. It's going on already. 
Yeah. What has the only thing that I think the reason why this story is not as large as it would have been is because this dates back before Papspa. Like yep. they've been investigating they've been. these people for years. Yep. They've been watching them. Yep. So they finally had enough evidence to get them, but they've been investigating them for over eight years. This ring has been targeted by the federal government. So yep. that's why it's like, okay, it involves pro athletes, but I think we knew pro athletes were betting illegally even before Pasquale got going. We knew these guys were betting. They just might not have been betting on their sports, but they were betting on, on sports. Of course. There's a lot of people been betting a lot of money on a lot of things that doesn't mm. necessarily involve what they're doing. Right. You know, but people like to bet and people that have money like to bet more money right. than normal people. I mean, they just, you know, so their unit sizes, I mean, you know, for regular people, $20, $50, $100 a game. Their unit size is five dimes a game, 10 right. dimes a game, you know, right. and they go on a bad losing streak and they get stuck 200000 and then they go, oh, I don't want to pay. Then well, what? what do you mean? <laughs> what are you going to do? You're going to go after, you know, somebody that's in the league. It's hard. You know, it's, it's, it's how do you get the money? Some mess. Right. Because you're running an illegal operation. So like, I'll, I'm going to go tell the NHL or the NBA or the or major league baseball that you're doing this. It's like, fine, go ahead. You're going to jail too. Yeah. <laughs> like you're yeah. taking yourself down. I mean, this guy, Wayne Nix. 45 of New Coast, uh, Newport Coast, California, former minor league baseball player, charged with one count of conspiring to operate an illegal sports gambling business and one count of filing a false tax return, started his bookmaking operation 20 years ago. Yeah. I mean, 20 years ago. That's what I mean. These guys, these guys have been doing it and are probably been betting here in Vegas. They probably have, you know, accounts and other places and doing stuff. I mean, they're, they're sharp guys. Like these are not yeah. dummies. No, they're, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's dummies that are doing it too, but you know, to get someone that's been doing it for 20 years, I mean, somebody got, somebody leaked something or somebody got angry and you know, somebody got yeah. caught and started talking. Somebody wore a wire. Yeah. And <laughs> that's how these things happen. But um, are you surprised it's not a bigger story with what the, no, because we need the, the name. With the spot. We need the oh, name. With, with the name. Okay. Yeah. Second, okay. second the name comes out, it becomes a much bigger story. But we don't know the names of the pro athletes involved. So I think if you leak it with, you know, right now the names of the people involved in the betting ring have been redacted. So until those names are in the public record, if they ever go into the public record, that's the problem. Like whoever that guy is who had to pay $245,000 for gambling debts, I'd be very concerned if I'm still playing right now. You get out. So like if it's Phil Mickelson, I'm, just, well, it's it's Phil, I'm not saying it, it's, it's Phil Mickelson. I'm just saying that's the one that pops know, up. Somebody. Yeah. It's just somebody says it's says it's Phil Mickelson. That makes that story a bigger story because hundred percent. It oh, also okay. ends Phil's career. So right, that, right now, right now where Phil is right now with how vulnerable he is right now. Yeah. If Phil Mickelson is known to have been betting $250,000 illegally and had to pay that off to an illegal sports betting ring. And it's proven like not the speculation, not the scuttlebutt that we all hear on the internet, not the crap that you hear in books, like real evidence. Phil's done. Sponsors drop him. He's done. Well, but anyone is right. 
anybody is, but Phil at the current moment where he can't play at the masters because of, as what Dubsy said to us last week, that the, the PGA tour very quietly may have suspended him already mm. from the masters and the masters may have uninvited him from the masters said, Hey, don't right. show up. You're a three-time champion. Don't show up. That's, I mean, he's a pariah at the moment. I mean, nobody wants to be around Phil Mickelson. If it comes out that he had to, that we all know he gambles. We all know he's got gambling debts. If a if a figure like that, which is not that big of a figure for Phil, I get it, but it's a pretty big figure to the average person. Bye. Be very bad news for Phil Mickelson if that's what it was. Be very bad news. And in California, that's the right. It's the connection. It's the worry. If, if, if Phil is if Phil would be tied to a book like that. Mm. Not what you want right now. If no. you're Phil Mickelson, you want to go quiet and be out of the public eye for the next like six months <laughs> and right. then try to play the U S open or you know, try to play these other majors quietly, but not have any more controversy around you considering how everyone's mad at you and on, on tour. Every, everyone doesn't like right. what you, what you've done. So, yeah. All right, let's go better to book at time here. Roll through a couple of games we got coming tonight. We already talked about this game, but we'll do it again. I got the Pelicans plus one last night up against the Lakers. Number is still two and a half. I still would bet two and a half. Still like it. Even if LeBron plays, still like it. If LeBron plays, I think we get a better number here. I think number probably comes down to a pick if LeBron plays, but better booking the Pelicans to win tonight. Just, it's it's weird. It's like, it's happening right now. The Lakers are pick. Oh, okay. Um, at yo, did you game? see what LeBron tweeted? No, no. What did he tweet? He, said, he said he said he's out for the season officially. Oh my god! But it's I think it's April. Oh, yeah. But okay. it's uh, go 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 look at it. It's it's blowing up on Twitter right now. He tweeted it like, back to oh back to story number one. Back to the top of the show. <laughs> man, Why I oh, hate man. this day. <laughs> I hate this day. Talk about being tone deaf, though, man. Like now is not the <laughs> like, time to be joking around like that. Well, I mean, so now is that an integrity thing? Like, what are yes. you doing? So if is the that, line moved, absolutely. Right? But, so. I mean, a tweet like that. Where do you monitor? I mean, that 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 moves numbers. That 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 moves yes. money immediately. If LeBron tweets that, no one doesn't know it's April Fools. Guys will bet that. Books move the number, take the bets. I I'm with you though. Pelicans, give me the Pelicans. We've been betting against the Lakers for a month. It's been very good. We got caught last night with the bad number at the end, but we had them in game. Against yeah. them, Utah yeah. was you know down, uh, not down early, but it was, I took it at was low. six and a half. Yeah, I think is what I took it at. Maybe been seven and a half, but it was half. It was half. I remember. I remember thinking to myself, "This is half what the number was supposed to be." Yeah, so I'm taking it. We were on when it started, um, and I said to Dane and Scott, "I said, I hope you already took Utah. You know, minus I think it was twelve and a half." And they're like, "No, no, I'm going to wait in game." And immediately went up to 15 and a half uh. right away. And then, but then they made that run. Lakers made a 12-3 run, I think it was. Yes. And they cut it down. I think they were down by five. I, think I was, was going to say six or seven, but yeah, yeah I think it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. It was 32-28 is when I bet it, I yeah. believe. Yep. And Started then. It was still the first quarter. It was late yeah. the first quarter. And yeah. then it just all, like yeah. at halftime, it was 11 the number was they were up. Uh, Lakers were catching four points in the second half. I should have bet that. 
I choked on that. I should have bet that because that, that, that would have given you a 15-point cushion. It was right. minus 15 at that point. Yeah. And they won by 13. Yeah. So I should have bet the second half. Lakers catching four. But I was like, mm-hmm. they might get run out of the damn building. <laughs> I was yeah. like, right. I was concerned. I was like, I've already got six and a half or whatever it was, seven and a half, six and a half. And I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll leave it as it is on that. But Memphis plus seven and a half, plus seven against the Suns. Arresting everybody. We talked about it earlier, but you like Memphis or do you want to go with the Suns? You know how I feel about that seven and a half. I like it. Uh, we're taking the points. I'm good with it. Um, I don't know if you want to bet real money on this. Like if you're out there like looking, cause you got to know, you, I think you'll know quick, right? You'll see Phoenix. Everybody's playing. You'll see Memphis not right. Not that Memphis is going to be quick to roll over but they can lose this game by 15, right? This could be Phoenix just yeah. getting some good reps in and Memphis going, okay, let's get to the next game. Let's get to the next game. Them clinching that second spot. I thought they had to win like two more games to get it. So if they've clinched it, they're kind of a step back team for me right now. Let me see. Uh, just to double check on that. I'm pretty sure that that's what happened, but I just want to make sure that's accurate. And so Memphis has, yeah, they have clinched the division. And oh, um, yeah, by clinching the division, they've clinched the second seed because they got a six game lead on Dallas. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they're the two seed wow. 62 and 14, Phoenix 54 and 23, Memphis. Phoenix has won nine games in a row. Uh, Memphis has won six games in a row. They're both nine and one over the last 10. Man, oh man, that's some good teams. Give me the points. Yep. All right, these next two are a little more of a flyer mentality, but I'll explain to them. Please tell me you don't have Fresno and Coastal. Oh, that's part of it. Yeah, but that's later. But that's that's, that's part of the the parlay. (laughs) You're that guy today. No, it's just part of the parlay. It's just, it's not, I, I don't actually. Oh, bet. the parlay thing it's on par- Fridays. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yeah. It's yeah, part yeah, of the, it's part of the Friday parlay, but okay. it, this is a bet I have made. Okay. So the Pistons, when they're laying points, yep. suck. And I mean like suck, suck. Doesn't happen very often. No. But they're laying four points tonight on the road at Oklahoma City. This oh. is dumb. What a trash game. Are you serious? I'm taking plus four Oklahoma City. Oh, here. I'm going to ask you. These are all legs of the parlay. So I mean, these okay. are these are these are three legs of the parlay. I don't so I'm like asking you for, for each one individually. I'm booking this one. They're I, one. It, they're one in three this year. I know as a favorite and they've it, never been favored. Listen, they've never been favored on the road. Road. This is the first time the Pistons have been favored on the road and they lost by 11 this points. Trash. They lost by 11 points against Oklahoma City the last time they played. OKC is trash. So is Detroit. You probably. You want them to win in cover? They might win, but you want them, you're going to trust them to cover? It's two baskets. Oh, it's there's absolutely. I, I do not the trust line the Pistons. Is five now. Now, yes, the I know. Line it's money. Is five. And it's a stupid line move. It's, it's, I, I, I would, it's even better. Take five. I can't take OKC. You, can, I, I love home dogs. You know that. This it's is home like, dogs in the NBA and teams that are playing I for know. what? What are they playing for? Nothing. Pistons suck. Detroit OKC sucks. 
I mean, this game should just be a pick and you move on. And like, How well, what the, the hell did you find this game today? Because I've, I'm watching the Pistons. I've made good money on the Pistons over the last couple of weeks. Very true. So I'm, I'm watching the Pistons and I'm like, I put, okay, Pistons are playing, playing a Western Conference team. So it's not the same. So let me see. And I was like, wait, they're favored. Okay, they're favored. How many times have they been favored this year? Four <laughs> times. How many times have they been favored on the road? Never. First time for everything. They've never been favored on the road. Time for everything. And I'm going to trust a team that sucks ATS against against other teams in the Western Conference or not good ATS against the West. I'm going to trust them to win the game and cover on the road. Hell no. Sound like a book guy. You sound like this is is what a book guy says. Hell, you're right. No, but I can't do it. There's certain (laughs) teams I just this OKC so bad, and I know. You know, if I was in a book, every book's going to need OKC today. There's no question. This, but I'm not in the book, and I don't have to sit there and root for this crap team today. They're both crap teams. They're yeah, both but, garbage. But the Pistons been getting the money. Yeah. As a favorite, though. That sounds bad. Okay. Favorite. So I, I forgot to add this. The second leg of the parlay. Oh, boy. Is Fresno minus three oh. up against Coastal. The in the championship classic basketball <laughs> classic final what's really um, weird what's really weird about this game and i the under is the play right but the under weird open, about this game is that you're picking it in the parlay it's 126 is the total do you know what it opened at no 137 what the crash of this total has been psychotic who had 137 i see 127 at our, like win bet and stuff. at open yeah, 127. Oh, I thought it opened at 137. No, one. You sure? It's the opening line, 127. Uh, okay. I, I, I thought it was, I mean, I, I must have missed, must have got my games confused because I would have bet the under. Like, I, I, I think the under probably is a decent play in this game, okay. but it's so low that I just, I don't trust it at all. I'm laying the three points at Fresno. Give me Fresno on the road, 18, 15, and one this year, nine and seven and one on the road. Coastal has covered their last three games, but Coastal's level of opponent this year is pretty embarrassing. Yeah. They played nobody. Um, Is this one of those three gamers or is this it? This is it. As far as I know, this is it. This is as far as, as far as the schedule goes, I was looking around going like, is this one game or three games? And as far as the schedule goes, this is it. This is the championship game. I'll take the points. <laughs> so you're going, so you you're fading both legs here. Yeah, this one I'll take the home dog. Should probably take the home. I can't do it with OKC. I'm not talking myself into it. I'm not changing. <laughs> I take the home dog here. And then finally, the third leg of the parlay, the Vegas Golden Knights on the road against the Kraken. Something tells me Seattle's going to play halfway decent. I think this is like a 2-1 win for Vegas. They've got to win, but I don't trust them to score. I also don't trust Seattle to score considering they got shut out by Vegas two days ago in this building against this team. Under six, Vegas Golden Knights against the Kraken. Like betting, this. A, betting and booking it. I like this. Okay, so you like one of the legs. Yeah, we'll bet this one. Okay. Um. Seattle team total under? under maybe. I mean, they stink. They, they are so bad playing out Seattle. the string now. Sure. Yeah. hundred percent playing out the string. They want, they just got a expansion team, rough first season in the NHL. 
gotten their teeth kicked in for four months and just they, they want to go play golf somewhere. They're done. They have, uh, although they beat, they beat the Kings in the game before the Vegas game, six to one. But yes, they did. They lost the game prior four to two. They beat Arizona four to two. They've gone six, 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 seven, and three over their last uh, five games goals. But go, the Golden Knights have gone three, four, seven, nine, and three. In their game so far this year, Vegas has won all three games, four, three, four, two, and three, nothing. Against and the first, Seattle. And the first two games, the first two games were in, uh, in Vegas, Vegas with them full strength. Right. Last game, three, nothing Vegas, not full strength. This game on the road again as well. Vegas wins, but I think it's like a two, one, three, one win. I could buy that. I could, I, I could buy that. I, I like the under. Okay. I mean, I'm leaning Vegas too. They're, they're, they're playing for their playoff lives every night. Hell yeah, they are. Yeah. I just, I don't want to lay minus 180 on that team. No. I no, can't do it. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that because they could lose two to one easy. Right. So I was like, I'll just take, I'll just take the under, not yes. sweat a one-one game going to the third period, going, oh God, who's going to win this game? Type of right. thing. All right. So you like you're on Duke with me minus four? Yeah, I think so. And you're on Carolina plus four and a half? No. Sorry, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, sorry, Nova plus four and a half. Yep. So all right, we're both on the same side of that one. Yep. We're on same. Frankie's going to gun against us. He likes UNC, but he's standing on a mountain screaming to into the wind about Villanova. Yep. <laughs> of course, Kansas. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? Favorite thing today is is this hat that I'm wearing. This is a St. Peter's Peacocks hat that literally showed up at my door yesterday in a box with no note. It needs like a little bit more. For a peacock, like I need some I color. I know. It's, it looks it's, like a pink. Do, do, do you know what pingree is? Nope. Okay, it's a pingree is a prep school in Massachusetts that has a P very similar. So when I see that, I see a pingree hat and we didn't like pingree. So my inclination is to not like that hat because I think of pingree. But I for a peacock, I need some need some color, man. Give me a little blue. Give me a little, give me a little flare. I agree. I don't know. This came straight from the bookstore. Literally, wow. it the, the return address is the St. Peter's bookstore. Wow. That is on Jersey City, New How Jersey. How the hell do they get your address? I don't know. That's I mean, my number one fear question here. How the hell is the Sherapan household on the internet? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. That's why I'm thinking it's somebody that I know. Okay. Telling me. And I, I said, I got to wear this today. I'm going to take a picture, put it on the Twitter and say, hey, Great. how about this hat? You know, is there a just, back on it? Is there just, it's is just, it? it's says, okay. uh, yep. Just a straight. Oh, it says something. Yeah. Uh, let's just, oh no, it doesn't say nothing. Nothing. Oh, just, oh, it's got oh, nothing. it says NCA inside. Official uh, NCA new I, era. I need something. a little more. I need a little yeah. more. It is that. very basic. This is Jessica's already claiming it. Oh, She's it's like, a, oh, yes. I love this hat. Yes. She said that I'm wearing that hat when we go to the softball and there all this go. other stuff. And good like, brim. It's a big, it's a big brim hat. It's good. She said, yeah, "Sun hat." Yeah, she said, "This is my hat now," and I'm like, "Wait a second, no, no, it's not. Take, it's my yeah. hat. Like <laughs> I'm gonna wear it." But yeah, so um, between that, the hat, and then Kylie's got a, a doubleheader today up cool. in Salt Lake City. Oh wow! Uh, it'll be on. It's uh, it's coming on right now. It starts at noon, I believe, our time. So I'll be dialed into the College of Southern Nevada, puts the games on TV. How is the connection? It's actually really good. Wow. It's been, 
that's it's awesome. Been, yeah, it's been really good. Like, um, and I told you, I talked to yeah, the, the, the sports information director about doing some stuff, and uh, I got to sit there and kind of watch how it's done. It's all high speed stuff. It's all interesting graphics, and you know, it's, graphics. It's neat. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they pop That's the score good. up at the bottom, just kind of wow. like you know, Ferris doing some good stuff with this. It's just like this. You can just pop the graphics up and cool. talk. And so, yeah, I don't. I think they take the other team's feed. Right. And they put That's it why I was asking because sometimes right. you, I mean, ball fields aren't always Wi Fi in. Exactly. So I don't. I don't know what this one's going to be like, but um, we spoke to her this morning. You know, she's learning what it's like to take long bus rides, and you know. Um, you get different roommates on the road and it was funny last night because she told us who she was rooming with and it's another fun kid on the team, but different. Okay. And, uh, the back and forth that we had via text was outstanding because we've taken so many of those road trips, just us. And now you have to go and learn what it's like to be on the road and sleep with a, a teammate in the same room and yeah. who snores and who, who needs this early and who gets put there hair first and i'm just like oh my goodness i'm gonna go do another show i'm mean, i can't not wait i'm done <laughs> and then we got bet bash i mean yeah. bet bash will be you know um we got a lot of people in town we thought we had people in town for the march madness it's different types of people though it's like people i have worked with over the years who i haven't heard from in a long time uh, like right people hitting me up and being like hey, hey. i'm in town what are you doing <laughs> I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh, I'm in sports betting now. I'm going to Bet Bash. You coming to Bet Bash? I'm like, uh, yeah, but I didn't know you were in town to go to Bet Bash. They're like, yeah, I'm staying at so and so. Where are you going to be Friday night? Uh, I'll be at the D. All right, I'll see you down there. Like, what the hell? I haven't seen you in 15 years. It's crazy. It's 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 people coming out of the woodwork. It's people yeah. that 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 are going to be here for the next like four days. But it's the um, people who are like in the media who want to get into sports betting media. Like I know a guy coming here who doesn't work in sports betting media, but he's coming in here because he want to meet people to go into sport. Like it's a networking event. This is like a betting convention. It is a complete networking event. Yeah. It's, Which I, uh, and I, and I no offense to Spanky, but I did not like, that was not on my radar screen. Like I, I, I thought it was going to be a fun event for people to get around and like from around the country to get together who are all in the betting community to have some drinks and some laughs and kind of get, I didn't think people were going to be like bringing resumes and stuff. People are bringing resumes. <laughs> like people, are I just, know they're looking for jobs. Like somebody asked me, like, are you coming? Are you going to be talking to prospective candidates? I'm like, for what? <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? Like, no, I'm not coming to bet bash in order to have uh no, I'm not taking meetings. Somebody asked me, are you taking meetings while you're I'm like, no, nope. like I'll have a drink with you, but I'm not taking a meeting. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> hey, so expression, are you taking a meeting? Yeah. So um oh. yeah, I don't know. So my favorite thing about today, and I'm so fired up about this because this has been oh, a really long undertaking. Okay. Here we go. Tomorrow in Phoenix at Boondocks. Boondocks? Boondocks in Old Town Scottsdale. Love that place. From 1 until uh, 7 p.m. Whoa, six hours he's going to be there? Well, our our betting hero guys will be there. Doug and Sean from Props Arizona, Doug Franz and Sean Lockhart, a.k.a. Papa Bear. They're going to be down there. Doug's going to be there for the entire Nova game. And Sean's going to be there pretty much for the entire Duke game. 
They'll okay. overlap a little bit during the second half, kind of, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. they're going to be there at Boondocks, hanging out with our betting heroes, friends, signing people up for Bet Fred with a pretty cool offer. You make a 30 buck bet to give you $100 for doing it. Okay. So you go to Boondocks, you sign up for an account, you make a 30 buck bet on Bet Fred. They'll give you 100 bucks to go ahead and do whatever you want with. The smart money would be bet 30 bucks on the first game, bet 100 bucks on the second game. So you can do it on both. So there you go. So you have that coming back to you here for tomorrow. Mm. Drink specials and parties and fun. And if you've never drank, Doug's not a partier. Doug's a little bit older. Doug's got grown kids and he'll be having some fun with you. He'll drink some beer and, and, and laugh. Right. Sean's going to do shots with you. Sean's going to have some fun with you. Okay. <laughs> Sean's going to be your party. Sean's going to be your, your, the life of the party will be the tall six foot seven skinny dude who will be running around. He is so excited. Like it, it reminds me of, I don't know, like it, it, it's funny when you get around people in the, who have not been in the media, who aren't jaded by the act of being in public. Right. Doug's been in media for longer than I. I mean, I, I met Doug when I was 22 years old. Right. Not over 22 years. He's been working and working in radio and all over the country, just like me. And so Doug and I go back years and years. So Doug like is like, okay, yeah, we're going to the event. Let's go. I'm excited. That's going to be fun. But Sean is like a kid in a candy store. Yep. He's so excited. He's like, I'm rolling with six of my boys. He's yep. like, we're coming in. It's like, we're taking it over. Boondocks is like, look out. (laughs) It's like, this is going to be awesome. I cannot wait. So if you're in Phoenix and you are looking for a place to watch the final four, Boondocks in Old Town Scottsdale, both games, you'll see Betting Hero, you'll see Props Arizona, Doug Franz, and Sean Lockhart will be there. I unfortunately could not go down there myself. I wanted to. I couldn't do it this time. Hopefully, I'll do it in May. I'll come down to be at the event. But I, I mean, I can't wait to see the pictures and the video. I've heard. Have you ever been there to Boondocks? Been years. I heard it's a rocking bar. I heard it's like a really fun place to be. I've never gone, but never yeah. seen it. I've heard good things though. Been years. So they're going to enjoy themselves coming up in Old Town Scottsdale tomorrow from one to seven. All these people weren't here. I just said let's get in a car tonight. We'll go down. Yeah, no, I I would have. You know, it I just mean, everything. Bet Bash came up and and, and that stopped right. it from happening. Yeah. Life stuff popped up and that stopped yeah. it from happening. So it was just one of those things. Oh, like, next time I'll tell you that. Well, I'm not going next time because next time is the first round of the draft. April 28th is a, is the next time they're doing this. So the first time is today. Oh, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. <laughs> we ain't doing that. But we will do it in, in May. I will be on. I, I will make my way down for an event. We got to find what we're going to do coming up for May. So okay. uh, Diamondback game, you know, something along those lines. We'll probably wind up doing some fun down there uh, with those guys. So. Uh, that's the first time we're doing that with Props Arizona. Those guys have never been out and about before. And our betting hero folks are going to be out wearing bet bread stuff and signing people up for their for their app down in Arizona and having a good old time. So nice, really psyched. If you guys do go, if anybody's in the Arizona area, I know we got some listeners down there. Yep. If you do go, definitely take pictures and definitely tag me and the show at Boston versus the book. Yeah. We'll retweet that and share that around and show people all the fun. Everyone, everyone's been having. There's a video that Sean Lockhart, a promo video that he shot that we're just waiting on approval to tweet that out. Probably you know, in the next half an hour, I'll probably, I'll probably tweet that out. So it'll be nice. a. Uh, it, you'll see the you see the giddy little school kid Sean Lockhart with That's his great. huge smile going, "Come on down and see me <laughs> at, at, at Boondocks." So 
All right. So we're sitting here, Duke and who Monday? Uh, wouldn't surprise me to see Duke Villanova. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, that will be the, the nail in the coffin for the Duke coronation. We yep. can, you know, I hope what? it's that. I hope it is simply because I think it would be fun. I, I I'm cheering. Yeah. For, I, I've been cheering for the story now for the last week and a half. Yeah. So I'll, I'll keep going. Yeah. Cheer for the John Wooden ending. That cut would be da- cool. Cut down the nets. Send yep. yourself off into. I mean, in Carolina, fans will be so mad. <laughs> they will be so mad that they'll have to do with that. That Roy did not do that on his way out. He didn't win at all when he went out. And, right. Oh, that will chap their ass. What surprises you more, Kansas losing or Duke losing? Kansas losing. Outright. Yeah. I, I think KU plays a tie game. I think it's a, I think it's a crazy last possession. Free throws come down. I mean, Nova is so good at free throws. If you get, that's the one thing that would scare the shit out of me if I was a KU fan. Is if this is a one possession game late. Mm. Yeah. KU is okay at free throws. They're good. They're not Nova good. Right. So <laughs> Nova's not missing free throws down the stretch. Yeah. KU, KU, it, the game could come down to a missed free throw, really. I mean, if it's favorite, favorite, it's Duke, Kansas. I'm good with that. Me too. Duke, Villanova. I'm good with that. If it's I'm good with Carolina in either one, I'm not as good, but I'm still good. Yeah. These are four blue bloods. I mean, Carolina Nova is the one matchup that the networks don't want. They don't want that. Yeah. Carolina Nova will not do it a good will not do a good number. That will be not that won't be they want Duke, be a good they game. want Duke in that game desperately. Yeah. Yeah. Duke on Monday night pulls a damn number. Yeah, that's nice. That is a huge audience if Duke is playing yeah, for the national nice. championship. Standalone Monday, nothing going on. Yeah. Tiger make an announcement over the weekend, yes or no? No. That he's no announcement, just quiet, or he says he's not playing. No announcement. I think he wants to play, but I mean, like, you think it's coming today? No. I thought it would come this morning. Now that it hasn't come, no, because he's not going to bury it. You're not going to do it. It's it's currently what? It's it's three o'clock on the well, East Coast. Right. He's he's not doing. He's he's not burying his own story. So if he makes the announcement, it will be like Sunday morning, Monday morning, Tuesday morning. Now can't do it on april fool's day that too good point is that that too you know hey i'm not playing in the masters yeah so ha 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 when we talk to you on monday i will be one year older officially so have some fun on the fourth on the fourth of april the fourth yes sir so we'll have that 45 great game officially mid 40s officially mid 40s and 45 is a phenomenal my favorite card game growing up was 45s really so yeah it's a very you guys have your own unique card games in pittsburgh right of course so merrimack valley where i grew up it's it's a card game that's only to the area where i grew up not not just boston new england it's called the merrimack valley there's a card game called 45s it's a fun game but you have to teach me. I now I am 45 officially going on Monday. He's Dave. I'm Matt for Matt Fair. We'll see you at Bet Bash this weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday for the Boston University of the Book.